Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. How's it going? It's going okay. You know, it, it's still hunting season. Oh yeah. Um, but oh yeah, but I don't actually do a lot of hunting. <laughs> it, it's weird because this season has really brought up a lot of stuff for me. Really? Um, I don't know if I. I don't think I talked about this before. So my shotgun broke. Oh yeah. Yeah. You haven't yeah. talked about it on the podcast, okay. but yeah. So. My my shotgun broke, and this gun is the first gun I've ever owned. Yep. And I bought it when I was, I think, 14, maybe? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, this gun is how I got to go hunting with my neighbor as a kid. Yep. Um, And it, it's the only one I ever had for, like, the longest time. Right. And it's so weird, because when it broke, like... I had this emotion break too. Like, oh yeah, you know, it was it was incredibly emotional for me because I was like, you know, this is. Am I ever gonna have it back? Am I ever gonna be able to get it? You know, like, how much is it gonna cost to repair? Like, you know, this I can't just throw this away. I mean, this is like, this this gun means a lot, right? I mean, going hunting with my neighbor was how I got to have any closely good relationship with a male. That was that was really important for me as a kid, you know, and it was a way to relate to to him so that I could spend more time doing that and right. didn't have to be at home where the craziness was. Um well, and I think, you know, if if you're not a gun owner, you, you don't necessarily know yeah. for this specific thing. But truthfully, you know, anything that you're really into, that that first whatever it is, yeah. you know, is usually very emotional. Like, so I have, I, I, I get it. I have a bolt action shotgun, which is completely inefficient, truthfully, because it's a bolt action, you know, so you can yeah, only do yeah, one. Yeah. But it, it's my gun. Yeah. And, and it was the first one that was really mine i chose it you know my father got it for me when i was younger and if something happened to that i i would i would be i would be in the same place you know i'd be like there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion there's a lot of memories that come along with that right you know right and i i did not expect that i did not expect that and as as i've been doing this work and trying to like understand why this gun means so much like i i was able to get a part yeah um to fix it i like i had a lot of 
lack of confidence in myself. But I watched a YouTube video, took the gun completely apart. Yeah. Which I had never done with this gun. Right. Took it completely apart. Figured out what was wrong with it. Ordered it online. They sent me the wrong thing. Oh, gosh. I got a 410 <laughs> elevator instead of a 12-gauge elevator, <laughs> which is like the difference between your pinky and your thumb. Right. In essence, like <laughs> circumference-wise. Yep. So that wouldn't work. So I was kind of like really bummed out then because I was like, okay, well, I've it's all apart now and... You know, I got this part, but it's not even the right part. Like, you know, it just, it kind of got a little worse there for a minute. And I put it aside and didn't really, I said, I just, I'm put it aside. I'm not going to think about it right now. I'm just going to put it in a case and figure it out when I figure it out. Yeah. You know, I coincidentally bought a new shotgun this year because of the the kids all of them wanted to hunt this year and i didn't have enough shotguns ah gotcha so i bought another one but i didn't end up needing my original one because my daughter decided that she wanted to hunt this year but was not willing to have (laughs) a weapon of any sort So she basically just wants to go ride the roads with us. Right. Um, well, it, it's not quite true she doesn't want to have a weapon. She made several pokey sticks when we went. You know? Right. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I was I was very Yeah, she that. wouldn't even shoot at a target. She was just not into it this year. Yeah. She said she made a promise to herself. I don't know what the hell that <laughs> means. But. So... <laughs> So emotionally, like I'm out hunting and every time I'm like touch this gun, I'm thinking like, oh, where's my gun? Right. You know, and I just I was I don't have those types of attachments to things. Right. You know, like you were talking about the first thing, the first tennis racket I ever used. I have no idea. Probably threw it away. Right. Like the first pool cue I ever had. I probably threw that away. You know what I mean? Like there it wasn't that's never been a big thing for me. And even things from my childhood, they had weirdness to them. Yeah. And I think that this was the first thing that was mine that didn't have any weirdness attached to it. Right. You know, my mother was never involved with that. My father was never involved with that. My brother was never involved with that. It was mine. And I shared that with this other person who for me was an incredible person. Yep. You know, I mean, there's, it's funny looking back as an adult at the situation because he wasn't really all that better. Right. <laughs> like we, we've in some ways, about, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yep. <laughs> um, you know, he was, a he was definitely an alcoholic. He definitely had some boundaries, you know what I mean? Like, but for me, he was good. Yeah. He was he was more normal than my normal. Right. And it felt comfortable. And uh <clears throat> so yeah, we were he was going to take me hunting for turkey cuz that's what mostly I hunted for before I lived where I live now. Yeah. Um turkey was like the big thing. Uh we did have deer but they were not um they were like the size of a small dog. 
Oh, like like the sick of deer or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were not they they. It wasn't like something that was you know. Now I have to feed your family or anything. Right, right. So so just out of curiosity, yep. you know, do those like when you you hunt in that area? Do do, do the like the sick of deer? Do they have like a bag limit? Like you get like four or five, or do you get just like one like you do up around where we are? I don't know. Oh, okay. You do, I, oh, I don't you, know because, because you I've never, never hunted them. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was just a curiosity thing because I'm like, well, I never hunted them because he he would never take me deer hunting. I mean, I was not the kind of kid that could just sit still for you like, know? yeah, and I would have driven him nuts. He would have been yelling at me the whole time. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was he was wise enough to know that kind of stuff. Um, you know, where turkey hunting was like. He could sit me somewhere and give me a call, and I think I would probably scare everything toward where he was <laughs> um, by moving around and you know using the calls inappropriately and stuff like that. Right. So, but it, but you at least had the experience, which was nice. Well, it was amazing. Know? Yeah, it was the only time I was able to really be in nature yeah. of any sort. You know, it was the only time that I was able to just be a kid. It was the only time that I was able to to see things that in my circle just didn't exist. Right. You know what I mean? Like this guy freaking wiped his ass and threw the toilet paper in the wood stove because they didn't have running water. Like I can't tell you how foreign <laughs> that was to me at the right? time. I'm like – how do you not put the toilet paper in the toilet when you're done with it? Like, right. it just it, it didn't make sense to me, you know? Yeah. But there were all of those things that were just these life skills of of maneuvering around what would be normal. Yeah. Right? That I just never would experience had that not been there. Gotcha. And it was amazing. I mean, it, it sounds... Looking back on it again, it sounds like it was, it, it doesn't look amazing, you right. know, yeah. but in the moment as a kid, like, you know, sleeping in the back of a, um, what are those like campers that go in trucks? Oh yeah. Like we had one of those, but it was on stilts, Yep. you know, so we'd go in there and he'd sleep on one side and I'd sleep on the other and it'd be like 30 degrees and you know, like yep. I just, it, it, <laughs> I, I loved that. Yeah. You know, I it it was a completely different it was. thing from your It was normal. like going to a different planet. Yeah. It was like going to a different planet. Yeah. And I never realized how much this consistent thing in my life, this gun, actually meant. Yeah. But it is I think I believe it is the only thing that I have owned since that time period like since childhood yeah it's the only thing that i could i have physically that comes from that time of my life and i i just i was amazed at how emotional that could get yeah to not have this as an option and to know that it was broken right you know what I mean? Because it wasn't even that I wasn't using it. It was knowing that it was broken. Yeah, it's one thing to leave I it at home. But... Knowing that I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
and <clears throat> it it sucked because my son and I were gonna go turkey hunting. We like drove an hour away to get a friggin' choke because they don't sell shotgun chokes around here. And for those of you that don't know, that's what controls basically the pattern of the spray out of your gun. So yeah, could make it wider or thinner or whatever. Um, so we drove all the way out there to get this. We went turkey hunting, didn't see a turkey, unloaded the gun, first shell broke. The gun just didn't work anymore. Oh and my gosh. It was, it was, it was devastating. But ultimately, um, I did make the choice to give myself another try with fixing it. I ordered another elevator. Right. Um, from ebay yeah and it came in the mail it took me a little while and i think a lot of that was just nerves mm -hmm. i think a lot of it was just being nervous that what i was doing wasn't right um but i was able to put it back together i took it out saturday i shot it just to make sure everything <laughs> i told my son i'm like you'll never see me shoot a gun like this again and I like held it down by my side because if it was going to explode, you don't right. want it in, in your, your face. face right? right. Yeah. So I, you know, I had like the gangster shot <laughs> down at the side, pulling the trigger. Um, and I was like, don't ever do this. And I will never do this again unless this circumstance exists. But yeah, so it works fine. Did great. Nice. It loaded, unloaded. Like, yeah. And I, I just... As much as I am grateful for having it, now I'm even more grateful for having it because I understand more of what it means to me now Yeah, than I ever did before. Yeah. Ever did before. I would have never guessed that if that gun broke, I'd be devastated. Right. Ever. Right. Ever. It just, it, it wasn't a thing. I, it just wasn't a thing. Right. Um, and I was, I, I was, I had an, I have an attachment to that item. That is so like, so for me, I mean, cause I, I said, you know, about my, my 20 gauge, my bolt action, I'm used to having emotional attachments to things like my first keyboard. It took me forever to get rid of it. <laughs> I, I yeah. brought it with me everywhere because, yeah. and I never used it, but like it was my it first was part keyboard. of that, that hoarding mentality. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, but there was, you know, my, my father had finally gotten me a keyboard and he, there was a part of it that like he yeah. understood me. And so like that was the emotional piece to it, you know? Um, and now I've, I've got one that I, worked really hard and bought and paid for and is a really nice one and that's the one that i you know yeah. at that point in time i finally got rid of them but it's also cool like it's 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 cool that you were able to experience the loss it kind of is and understanding yeah and it's also cool that now you have an extra little thing with it because you now have put it back together like you yeah. you fixed it yeah you know you didn't bring it to a store to get fixed you fixed it yeah which is, I think, in my mind, like, just adds a little bit of extra stuff. It, it does. Yeah. It does. I mean, I, I feel more a part of it. Yep. And I understand the story of it more. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it was super cool. So, and, and, and it's it's back and it's functional in the whole night. Yeah, yards. I don't know if I'd say it was super cool if it wasn't. Right, that's but, true. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that the other thing that you were complaining about 
when we talked about it is the the new one that you got is like the the safety is a completely different yeah place yeah like, it just you know? it was not comfortable <laughs> right and, you know this other gun is like it almost feels like an extension of myself exactly you know yeah but yeah so i'm looking forward to to using it again. well that's cool that is awesome yeah I'm, I'm glad that you were able to get it fixed up yeah i am too i was i was really really upset about it but it feels good now Today we have a guest, Kathy Drage. She's an animal communicator and she's going to be teaching us all about it. But first I want to give her a chance to kind of introduce herself. Tell us, you know, how we can get in touch a little bit about, you know, how long you've done this, that kind of thing. Well, hi, Jason and Ed. It's very nice to be here and I'm so glad to be invited. (laughs) When people see me talk publicly, I'll always say I'm basically a very shy person. But most people wouldn't know that because (laughs) what I talk about is this topic, and I can talk for such a long time because it's my heart. The communication with animals and nature are my heart, and how long I've been doing this publicly is pretty much, I want to say, 20-ish years. It came about in a way that um, I wasn't expecting it, but when I, I was reintroduced to it, when I was a child, I was doing that as well, and we all do that. I believe it's our original language. So certain things happened to me in my late 30s that woke this all up again, and I took different um, spiritual classes, journeys, and I was in awe of how quickly it was all coming to me. And then I realized that I was doing that when I was a child, and that's why it was so quick. Yeah. But I... um, It's like you're remembering remembering absolutely and um it comes from my heart like i said and it was because this beautiful orange maine coon cat came into my life and i met him on an elevator he rode up (laughs) to the third floor with me and it was just history after that he saved my life wow and what was um, his name clem clem and that's an interesting little story itself I named him Clementine because he was orange and it yeah. was January. Right. But he showed me that it was it no was Clementine right. in a little while. So Clement came to be. Um, and when he passed away, we'd been through so much together. I asked him, what could I do to honor his life? And he, he said he wanted his life not to go in vain and to, for me to go out there. And what we learned together... And one by one, one heart at a time, sometimes it is public speaking, but sometimes it is just one-on-one to um, help communication. Yeah. Find the middle spot where the human animal and the other animal animal can meet in the middle, whether it's you know a medical or a behavioral or they've passed, just to find a yeah. place to empower each and grace in each. So I do... Um, House calls, well, now since the pandemic, lots of Zoom calls. Yeah, I bet. Zoom and phone and always. And um, you said information. So I used to have a website. I used to to have a website, and um, that went out in the ethers. And because I'm not very strong (laughs) at that, I left it there. So I have a Facebook page, and it's called Earth Talk that has my information. And also, um, my email is 
K-D-R-A-G-E, the number four, animals at gmail.com. And then my phone number, 207-462-360. Perfect. And we will put that in the show notes. Yeah. All right. So, Kathy is going to give us a little bit of experience here. She's going to work with Ed. Yep. And Ed's got two beautiful little kittens yep. here, uh, Asper and Bartok, yep. who we've talked about several times in the show. Yeah, and they've so, been with me now for just just under a year. They're a little over a year old, but they've been with me for just under a year now. I brought them home on the 20th of this month. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and the audience knows them because we, we put pictures of them oh. when I got them and all. Yeah, so absolutely. Fun. Absolutely fun. Absolutely. Well, the first thing that I'm going to say that comes through, and this might be not the way that we've been planning, but they are saying, and... I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're saying that you're very fortunate. <laughs> I, I you agree. Are. You I agree. Are. <laughs> and they... Um, oh, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but I just want to say that these two kittens have been running around the house, and as soon as you started, where are they? One's laying behind him, and yeah. the other one's laying down here on the floor, totally calm. Right. All right, so, I'll go back one. <laughs> We're all fortunate for, you know, that they're here. They, um, there's a couple of things that come through with them, and one of the things is what they're showing is that you were looking for something particular in your life, mm-hmm. and... They also were looking for a specific energy in their life. And one of the things that are is such an incredible compliment is that many times um, animals don't get to stay with their parents. We as humans decide how long that is. Right. Or sometimes the situation is that they need to be there without their mother. And one of the things that their mothers tell them, not all the mothers, but some of them will tell them that they can manifest their destiny. Mm -hmm. So how you do that is you put out the vibration of what you want your life to look like. And it feels to me like they were looked at by others and they were not, they were not the right match, even though the people thought that they were cute. And how can you not? Right. They're cute. (laughs) And in the same token, they made something that made them, in a way, unattractive to them or unattainable for yeah. them. And your energy lined up. They brought you over. You think somebody else called you over. They brought you over. And <laughs> the truest compliment, the most beautiful compliment is they, what they wanted to manifest in their life, matched up with your energy. So, <laughs> and how can, and you can't hide yourself. This is your true self right? that they see and they love. And they, they're now they're also jokesters. This is more coming from yeah, him. Yeah, He's saying absolutely. and saying, um, "You're giving us lots to work with, right?" <laughs> oh, absolutely. But they're also in for the adventure. <laughs> yeah, they're in for the adventure. And when I say you were looking for something particular in your life, they're not showing me what you were looking at. The animals are private as well. We're not peeping into people's lives. But what they're saying is that somewhere along the line. You decided you want you wanted to explore and some changes and and sometimes we don't even think them we might just feel them. I always when I see that from an animal I see January first. The calendar says January first, right. so it doesn't mean you did this on January first, but it's like a New Year's resolution. I want something more. There's something more out there, 
and they are right there for you <laughs> to help you along with that and keep you and keep things light. Yeah. Says we don't want things too heavy. We want to keep them light, and they are. They are a comedy act. They are. Absolutely. They're opposites, the polar opposites, and they're alike in so many ways, and they meet in the middle. Well, you know what's what's funny tag is team. Oh. right, yeah, yeah, definitely tag team. So what's what's ironically lovely? I don't know how else to put it. It's just really wonderful. So, um, a friend of mine who I worked with, uh, I had cats years ago when I had, a, and one of them was very very special. We were joined at the hip. Um, you know, you talk about. Um, communication like we could communicate over mm-hmm. long distances like her and i were like she was my familiar i mean it's the only way to put it you know like mm-hmm. we were sold and it was just wonderful and she Beautiful. chose me um and after she died i i really had kind of said i was not going to do this again because that was that was really really horrible um or really really hard not horrible oh, like, exactly it's excruciating it was yeah, it you know excruciating. um and uh so then I kind of thought, okay, well, maybe. But my, I had a friend that I worked with, and she does rescue. She, she rescues animals. She fosters. And she ended up with a, a, a mother that was pregnant. And um, before I even realized I was asking the question, I was like, can I have first pick of the litter? And she's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, no one else has asked for that. So absolutely, you know. So I saw them within a week of them being born. And, you know, they were all cute. They really were all cute. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it might have been two weeks because they were just starting to open their eyes. But these two, like, I just, like, I, I knew I wanted Bartok. I mm-hmm. knew I wanted Bartok, like, nobody's business. Like, I saw pictures of him and I wanted And then Esper was was the add-on because I knew I wanted two. And mm-hmm. then I, I said, I, I kind of want the one of the litter. Like, mm-hmm. she's calling to me. Like, I really want that little, like, there's something in there. And so I, I went to both of them. And or they laid claim to me really, and I just accepted that responsibility. <laughs> um, but I would go visit them every week. You know, I, I was there all the time, and turns out that they are best friends. So like they would sleep together in a little cuddle pile, and everybody oh. else would be cuddling over there. They would play together more than with each other more than any with the other cats. And uh, so yeah, tag team absolutely. And they would when I came in, you know, they would come over and you know crawl up and do the whole thing, which was great. Um, but then I thought I was going to lose them because my friend passed away and um, the it wasn't time to get them, yet, you know. So so they went to the, oh, you know, they went to yeah. the pound and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, like I'm freaking out and like because I have now already bonded with these two yes. guys. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And uh, but they have been they have been nothing but they nothing short of a miracle. They're they're, they're absolutely lovely. But tag team like. Before we started recording, there I, I just brought in some cucumbers today, and we just found one of the cucumbers on the floor, <laughs> and there are teeth mark in it. You know, I mean, like, and that's that's really what it is. They say, and they know how to use each other's strengths. Yes, they don't look at one that's weaker than the other one. One is definitely saying she's the boss. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> but, but that's what runs do, so right. to speak, too. But they have such big energy levels, but they use each other's strengths mm. on how to accomplish all sorts of tasks. All yeah. sorts of mischief. <laughs> I'd had to learn the uh, the toilet paper trick. Oh my gosh. Because I have a cat that eats toilet paper, so we had to learn to hide it. Right. And now he's got his hidden in a little box above his toilet. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I don't think about telling people. I mean, like, you can tell that it's there, but I don't think about telling people not to put it on the roll, you know, yes. on the. And people do. So. They're uh, like, woo! 
right. Well, it's well, out. Jason, Invite more people over. Right. Well, exactly. Well, yeah. Jason had come over with uh, with his wife and the kids, and uh, you know, to meet the kittens and to you know to place with them, and we had dinner and whatnot. And uh, his wife had gone in. Jessica had gone into uh, <laughs> to use the bathroom, and she, she's such a lovely person. I mean, she's so wonderful, and so she noticed that the the. the Toilet paper was not where it was supposed to be, so she she Fix filled the roll and yeah. she fixed it. It was great. And after they left, I don't remember what I did, but I, I left too. And I, when I came back in, the toilet paper was all over the house. My sister's done it, so you know. So they really encourage your dinner parties and your guests. Oh, to they come they over. really really do. <laughs> They're telling me that um, I don't know if it's going to make sense to you, but one of their favorite seasons is sock season. Your oh socks. my god. I love it when socks are up because you think you're going to find cucumbers in different places. It's about socks. So, <laughs> I adore him. Not only, not only because I, 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 I did a, a mask cleaning today, so uh, not only did I find socks in all kinds of different places, but this is this is actually Esper specifically, but I've watched Bartok do it too. I have like when they when they came on board, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this, and I got all these little all of these these toys and all of this stuff, and they do play with them to mm-hmm. a certain extent. But Esper's favorite thing in the world is to grab one of my socks and just drag it around, and she'll play with it. She'll fly in the middle. And of the sometimes floor, you hear the huntress in her when she's got oh, it. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You this know, is a, this is this oh is, yeah, this is the catch. This is the kill. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she'll she'll take it to the middle floor and she'll play around with yeah. it. She'll throw it up and, yeah. you know, whatever. Is that because they smell like decay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dear. Dear. That. Well, if you really think about why they hunt, it's not about decay. It's about um, life force energy. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. All my that's life true. force energy is in my feet. <laughs> They're oh, definitely boy. hunters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so, that is... that's why he attacks my feet all the time, you know. <laughs> Well, yes, and they're, you know, wiggling around. Feet right. are fair yeah. game. Oh, too. absolutely. So, but So they they love their playground. They love their... The thing with animals as well is that they are... It's a telepathic communication. Mm. So they really enjoy how you think when you're... Whether it is that you're reading, they're showing me you reading because they're showing the newspaper. They're also showing me this crossword puzzle book or something. But it's your problem solving. They love the yeah. way you go about things. So when they're reading our minds, they see it in a different way and they see the story that you're telling. So the same way that they can read why I get why I get house calls when people are upset about things is equally the joyful and their intrigue and in how, like in your case, and how you problem solve or look at the world and you tilt your head and go, hmm, well, that's an interesting way. Sure. But they find it um, humorous and and they love... Um, the intellectual way you go about the go about things, and so it's it's good. They like living with a um, a smart human, and I know it sounds like um you know, but I'm being the, buttered the, up here exactly. Right? But where with, with this, there's no reason for this, I don't think. But I mean, but um, is what they like it because that's one of the reasons that they manifested the energy of you. Part of it is the um, of things that you're searching for and things that you want in life. But also how you look at life. It's um, very, very important to them. It's part of their great, great fun um, <laughs> of doing that and, and dreams and all that stuff. Right. It's, and right. being around your head, they love that too. Well, and, you know, you, you said, you know, 
you said earlier that you know like they they see us in because you know you, you might close the door for a human being you know if there's another human in the house but not for them and and so like late at night when i can't sleep on a regular basis this mm-hmm. is this is the the time where i do like the deep thought stuff and i'm like mm-hmm. philosophy and this and that and so on and so forth or i'm playing a game forever but um one or the other and and it's a crossword puzzle <laughs> well it's it's actually, a different type of game but. right it is <laughs> Uh, it, it's actually um, uh, hidden pictures. Oh. So like hidden object games is okay. that's one of the ones that I play a okay. lot of. And problem solving. And that's a yeah. big, yes. big problem yeah. solving. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you know where are they going to put this in the picture? You know, so like it, it's very much well, one of those two things. They want you to understand that they do um, help you. Oh, I'm sure. So. <laughs> so which makes probably, you they've got way better eyes. Which right. makes you an excellent animal communicator because if you're picking up on their clues that they're telling you. Yep. You're doing very, very well. well thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Thank so, you. I, I do people usually ask questions? I mean, Edge just sat there and enjoyed your story. Right, I, 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 oh, you know. but I mean, do people some, have questions? People are different. They sometimes have a list of questions. Sometimes the people, they're ready to write the whole thing. Like but the type A versus It, the it is. And, it's, thing, and, yeah. and, you know, I have found the more I do this, the more we need all the types. Yeah. It right. really helps the world go around. And oh, I, I would not exist at work if I didn't have a type A person sitting over me telling me what to do all the time. Right. <laughs> and I really it is, wouldn't. <laughs> it leads you to places. So, and sometimes the questions that are people, it's, they show me that they haven't heard what I've said. And that shows me I need to do a better job of clearly telling them. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Because they're asking me questions, but what about this and what about this? So if I'm talking to someone, let's use a dog as an example, and I have told them that they feel insecure in their skin, and it doesn't matter what it is, but this is, we start with one behavior. And so we do that, we talk about some things to do, and then we go on to the next list, and it's showing but what them about another, <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. And what about right. the truck? So all the same what, issue, and right? for me, I'm not being hard on myself, but it's always telling me I need to do a better job so they can hear me. Right. They have to do their part and listen. Right. But I am taking that on as well because it's I want to be effective. Yeah. So how do we get there? And you know we can say it. Well, this is the same thing as this, and you say it like it's the first time, you know. And but because, but yeah. maybe in a different manner. Yeah, I mean, so, if you, I can so. just imagine. That's why I don't do this because I'd be in there like we just talked about that for twenty minutes. Why are you wanting <laughs> well, to talk right, about it? Right. <laughs> Not if you wanted something to be. Well, yeah, you're, you have you're in a more loving space than and, I in a imagine different space, myself. In. And you have probably time limits of what's. Happening. Yeah. I mean, I have those sometimes as well. Yeah. But you have to do it, and you have to do it in a different way because you have all these different rules yeah. that you have to do to do that. Right. Yeah. I absolutely. am doing it by choice because I want them to hear, and I want them to hear it um, with compassion. Yeah. Or, you know, and that too. It doesn't mean you don't, but there's a whole other level of oh, yeah, yeah. that you it's, get. It's, it's, right. it's totally, yeah. But yeah. sometimes the questions are totally just, you know, and they're, and they're helpful. You know, they're very, very helpful. And they're not about the same topic. And so we go in there. So we explore where they want to. And I let them do that. And um, sometimes they sit back, you know, after a while or two and see where the animal leads that as well it depends on their relationship it depends on 
you know, sometimes I'm there and I say, let the dogs do what they will, but sometimes they're running over our, you know, over our couches and heads and, right, and, and right. all sorts of things. Yeah. And so, and there's other people distracting things just by being there, not that they're doing anything wrong. So, it, it, well, and I know, I mean, from my experience, I've got three of everything. So, right. <laughs> you know, if, three, if one of my dogs is jumping on yeah. somebody, like it makes me feel uncomfortable because yes. I'm not sure if they're yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Like, and I just tell them, this is what I do. It's okay. Right. Yeah. Sit here and, and, you know, and, and it is just it depends or, you know, the doorbell goes off and just all sorts of different yeah. things can create a different um, scenario. That's where I go back again and how I begin my day on how to, um, get my right and left brain activated, my heart centered, and then it starts, you know, so I can hopefully, hopefully, doesn't mean everything's 100%, but be better equipped for almost any situations that may come my way, and for any animal, I mean, we talk about domesticated animals, people have come, had me come over for bees on their land and to see what they wanted. So, I've heard about that, like yeah. people communicating with bees to try to get them to move. Because or or even like, or... what do you want grown there? Yeah. You know, or, you know, there's elephants in sanctuaries that, you know, from a distance we've done. So to that case, it's it's yeah. it's vibration, it's energy, and distance doesn't matter. Right. So, yeah. Well, I do have a question, and, and, and you actually just, you just hit on it with the bees. Is there something that they want that they're not getting or something that they, that I can you know, that they would like, that we haven't addressed. Is there a toy? I can more get toilet there? paper. Right, right. More toilet. <laughs> Do you mean about the bees or the cats? No, the cats. Sorry. Okay, I was going to ask the answer about the bees there, too. No, is no, no, there, no. Is no there but you just, because you said, you know, what yes. do they want them to grow there? And I was like, that's really the only question I have, is if there's something that... You're not giving them. Yeah. Or something I could do better. Well, you're pate. perfectly... No. Huh? Well, you're not far. So what'd you say? I said more pate. You're not far. So back to life force energy, Mm -hmm. vibrant food. They may not always be attracted to all of it, but that's their bodies are calling that. They're young. Yeah. Eventually, it starts showing up in their bodies too. So they are little hunters. It doesn't mean you have to let them out and let them hunt or anything, but more food that's. a live vibrant pet store vibrant. by a mouse. No, <laughs> no, but real food. Okay. Like one ingredient food. Okay. And but they're looking because their body is asking for something like that. So sometimes when we have different foods, yeah, a lot of companies places put things in it that are fillers that yeah. you can only get by for so long, and then it starts showing up in their body. And they are young little wise um, beings, and their bodies are showing some sort of life force energy. So whether you give them some steak, burger, or ground chicken or something, they may or may not like it. They might get raw or that. But the other thing with those types of foods is that it creates addictions for that food itself. Okay. Like things that are put in that food. So, but what their bodies are asking for is a little more addicted to the food. Yeah. Well, and the reason why Jason mentioned the pate was was because when, you know, we were moving off of their kitten diet, mm-hmm. I went out and I was like, I'm going to be the best pet parent there is. And I got them all of the, these very, very nice, you know, like yes. giblets and gravy and yes, all of yes, this yes. stuff for the wet food. And they wouldn't touch it. 
yeah. not a single one of them, and I, I, I have you probably to get... spent a sp- small fortune oh, yeah. well, trying different could, kinds. Well, be, no, I, I did it stupidly, and I bought like three Fault. cases of, <laughs> of you know, yeah. which are yeah. now going to another cat kitten family yeah. somewhere, I'm sure. But um, you know, but they they really like just their pate. They like their pate. They won't eat tuna fish. Mm-hmm. They won't eat burger. They won't eat chicken. Yeah. So I think. I guess I, if I'm hearing right, maybe if I give it to them more frequently instead of this other stuff, it'll break the addiction and get them over here? Or is or it... switch things. Their vibrancy, and it's tough. Once again, I'm telling you this, telling you what a humble student I am in my home. Right. Because there are things that are proper for the species. Yeah. And then there are things that the cats will eat. There's a whole other okay, story altogether. Right. So, but trying to get something that has a higher vibrancy... What if you bought liver? Maybe. I mean, if they like pate, maybe they would like just liver. Yeah. I mean, it, and actually, come to think of it, I, they have chicken liver eggs before. Like that's yeah. the next thing on your list. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Because absolutely. and eggs, eggs, <laughs> eggs are one of the perfect foods. Exactly because um, you can, but it's a high vibrancy, and there's so yeah. many farm fresh ones around here too. Yeah. And it's one of those things that are also um, uh, cost effective too. Oh yeah. So you can. Do that, like have it over easy, scrambled, or sometimes I'll even whisk some with a little bit of water and I heat it up just to get it room temperature and mm-hmm. they lick it up like that. Yeah. It's not even cooked and they like it, but it's more vibrancy. Okay. A real vibrant food. Yeah. Um, and get the socks out. That's that's the thing. I Yeah. Fair enough. I They're not even going to touch the toilet paper socks. But. You should buy a few pair of, a uh, few, like a few cases of socks instead of food. Right, right. Buy a few cases of socks. Give them the socks every right. day. Oh, the liver in the socks? Or yeah, right. yeah. 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 I think I'll get them their own sets of socks. It'll be it fine. won't be yeah. the same. No, okay, they want so. your socks. They yeah. want my socks. So okay. Just it's gotta smell let them like, out. Let them be free. Smell like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That was, that is, that was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. That was really cool. hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u-2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through enlightenment dot squarespace dot com you can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.